Hi, welcome to James Miller Lifeology, where you learn to simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. My name is James Miller. I'm a licensed psychotherapist and a composer. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Let's get started. I wanted to take just a quick moment to thank you all who continually support and listen to James Miller Lifeology. I have been so blessed and honored by your continual support. I wanted to make sure that you don't miss out on anything exciting that's happening over here. So make sure you sign up for my free newsletter at jamesmillerlifeology.com. I have a great show for you today. I'm going to help you rediscover your truth. I'll also be interviewing one of New York City's top life coaches, Lily Sanders, who's going to share her own story of finding her truth. She will also review her bestseller, Truth to Triumph, a spiritual guide to finding your truth. This book will teach you how to navigate through any life situations without losing your truth. For more information about Lily, please visit lilysanders.live. You may purchase Lily's book on any of your favorite online bookstores or in the store at jamesmillerlifeology.com. I have some exciting news. Did you know that I'm on the radio three times a week? You may hear me on the same station on Tuesdays at 1.30 p.m., Fridays at 9.30 a.m., and Saturdays at 12.30 p.m. You may also hear me anytime on iHeartRadio as well as on all the other major podcasting platforms, including iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and many others. Simply search for the show name, James Miller Lifeology. Are you struggling today to find your purpose? Has mediocrity set in and you can't imagine doing the same thing for the rest of your life? Are your relationships struggling or you aren't sure how to make long lasting changes in your life? Then today, contact me, James Miller. I will help you recognize the areas in your life that are going really well. And then we'll look at the areas in which you are struggling. We will create actionable solutions to help you create long lasting changes in your life. You don't have to do this alone. Go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com and click on the page, work with James. Fill out the form and it will be sent directly to me. Don't let another day go by without finding your way. Your change can start today. Once again, go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com and click on the page, work with James. Fill out that form to get started today. What is your truth? If we were outside on a beautiful, clear day, and I said, the sky is yellow, you would immediately know that that is not true. And you'd say, no, James, the sky is blue. Or if you have blonde hair and I say, I love your black hair, clearly that would not be true. What decides what is true and what is false? Many times we use our five senses to determine what is true and what is not true. Unfortunately, our thoughts are not tangible. In other words, we can't feel them, we can't touch them, we can't smell them or taste them. And because of that, we will often have a belief system that is mired or founded in untruths. Did you know that the antonym, or in other words, the opposite word of truth is actually belief? In other words, what you believe is not true. It's simply what you believe because it's not grounded in facts. So with that in mind, what you believe about yourself, or in other words, what you've been told over and over and over again, that you're not good enough, or you're not smart, or you're ugly, or you'll never be successful, or you'll never make it in life. Unfortunately, that's not true. So if we think of it in this context, what is the evidence which proves or disproves your belief system? If we had a sample size of 100 people in a room, would every single person believe that you are not successful, or that you're ugly, or that you're not worth anything? The reality is, probably not. Now, yes, there may be a couple people that are against you, but when you look at all those people as a whole, you have so many people on your side. So think of this logically. If one or two people or one or two events in your life have told you that you'll never be successful, that you're never going to overcome your challenges, that you're never going to amount to anything, in the grand scheme of things, you have so many more people who know you differently, who have seen you achieve greatness, who have seen you demonstrate so many things that you're not even aware of. So when we have the tangible proof of people seeing you act this way or do certain things, that you can then measure with your five senses. 
Actions are doable. Actions are behaviors which can be measured. When you evaluate what is true to you, who are the people who influence those choices or those belief systems? Are they for you or are they against you? I usually don't teach in a black and white manner, but think of it this way. If people are against you and you believe what they say, then unfortunately their belief system, which again, which means it's false, is now your identity. The people who are for you, if you ask them for tangible proof of who you truly are, they will give multiple examples, in other words, evidence to prove the real truth about you. So your challenge today is to examine your core beliefs. In other words, you strip everything away and what's left. A good way to look at that is if you struggle with something, what are the words that you say to yourself? In other words, I'm so stupid. I always do this. What is wrong with you? Those thoughts are actually what you truly believe about yourself when no one else is around. So if you listen to what those thoughts are and ask yourself, is this really true? And if it's not, in other words, if you don't have evidence to prove it, then remember a belief is not truth. Surround yourself with those individuals who are going to give you multiple examples of what an amazing, powerful person you are. And once you start to hear those and believe those and look at the evidence, it starts to change how you view yourself. You are such an amazing, powerful, wonderful person. Don't believe the lies about you. They're only true if you believe them. Did you know I have a YouTube channel? That's actually how Lifeology started. I have well over 155 episodes that I've created specifically for you. I do know that many people struggle with listening to a full 30-minute show. So these episodes are about three minutes long. Each episode will give you a practical tool or technique that you can practice daily to help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. Simply go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com, or go to YouTube and search for my name, James Miller Lifeology. My guest today is Lily Sanders, who's going to share her incredible story of overcoming abuse and hardship. Lily is now named one of the top 15 coaching experts in New York City. She's also going to be reviewing her incredible book, Truth to Triumph, a spiritual guide to finding your truth. This book will teach you how to navigate through any life situation without losing your truth. Welcome to my show, Lily. Thank you. It's great to be here. Yes, I can't wait for my listeners to hear your incredible story. The person with whom I'm speaking with today was not the successful person that grew up as a little girl. I would love for you to tell us more about how you grew up. Okay. Well, I was uh, I was raised in a domestically violent home, mm-hmm. and uh, my dad was was violent, and my mom was very timid and depressed, and so there were definitely a lot of challenges to sure. overcome. Uh, I'm not going to color code it. I don't really have. Uh, any really happy memories growing up as Mm -hmm. a child, but I really, really, you know, I had dreams and uh, I was that little girl with dreams and aspirations and I wanted to be a dancer and an actress and uh, I wanted to be on stage. And by the time I was 23, uh, I realized uh, a lot of those dreams. I was on stage. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I, I, well, I used ballet uh, and and dance classes were my sanctuary. Mm. You know, it wasn't, wasn't really just my out of the house. It was really my sanctuary and it was what I loved to do. So I, yeah, I, I, I realized those dreams by 23. I was uh, in uh, Star Search with Ed McMahon. Oh, really? I didn't know that. That's really cool. Yes. Yes. So I was uh, there. I was. And, um, (laughs) you know, I was like, uh, interestingly enough, I just knew I knew when I went on the audition was 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 crazy. I mean, there were thousands and thousands of, you know, the fiercest dancers in, oh in all around in, in New York City in the Minsk rehearsal studio. And um, I knew I was going to make it. I mean, I do have that much tenacity mm-hmm. and drive. So uh, believe it or not, even, you know, with my upbringing. So there I was. Uh, and I was on after after Star Search, I actually I was on a 
a great, you know, role of auditioning. And my next audition that I also won was oddly enough, a showgirl dancer uh, with Ringling Brothers, Bonner and Bailey oh, Circus. Really? Oh, that's right. Yeah. You were in a circus. I forgot <laughs> yes. about that. Yeah. So I did. So that was a 12 month contract. Wow. So, but, yeah. Imagine this, James, for 12 months, I lived in a three foot by six foot room that oh included gosh. a little yeah, that included like a little sink that you could wash your face in. Wow. It was, yeah, it was crazy. Wow. But, uh, you know, so I'm on, a, so fast forward, you know, I'm on this roll and I come back from, from, from the circus and I dive into very, very serious uh, method acting and I'm on, I'm working on stage, I'm working off Broadway, I'm working in front of the camera, mm-hmm. certain films. I, I did a day player role on One Life to Live in a- on ABC. And all of a sudden, uh, not all of a sudden, but about 17 years later, you know, when I, I, it seemed that I was really following or, or, you know, or actually actualizing the purpose Mm -hmm. that I thought was my purpose at the time, I took 180 pivot on what I call in truth to triumph, the path left of center. Oh, interesting. Yes. Tell us more about that. Yeah. Yeah. I wound up marrying a highly unconscious man, Mm. uh, having a child and being, uh, was divorced within five years. And I went right into, uh, a a hole even deeper with someone else for nine years. So collectively I was, um, also still a great business person. Of course I was raising my child. So I put the entertainment on, on hold and I wound up building three extremely successful franchises in the gym business of my own, uh, all behind a veil of silence, James. Mm. Uh, and you know what? It, that was not the Oscar that I was dreaming yes. of when, when I was a little girl. Yeah, but you know, I wanted to say this. It's so interesting because we can be so successful and so powerful in so many areas of our life. But unfortunately, if we don't deal with the foundational pieces of who we are, then we're gonna. It's, that's going to be presented sideways in other areas. So, for example, as the world would see you, you're this incredibly successful, powerful woman but some of the foundational pieces of perhaps self-perception, and I'm going to speak for you, this, these are not your words, but how you perceived yourself and what, what you felt your value was. And all of a sudden you're, you're dating and marrying these people that were just not at that same level as what you originally thought you were. In other words, you, this incredibly powerful woman, but that one side of you that you had not yet really looked at all of a sudden was like, wow, it's in my face. What do I do with that? No, absolutely. That's really well put. And, and let's discuss that word powerful. Mm. Yeah, I was powerful, but I wasn't empowered. Ah, And there's a, a there's a big difference. difference. And, and, and so true what you said, uh, my perception of not just life, but myself, I, my big lesson and my big awakening was, was learning to love myself. Mm. How did you how did you discover that? Because you know sometimes we hear that I love yourself or go on a date with yourself, all these things. What does that really mean? <laughs> I never heard that one. Go on a date with yourself. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I tell my patients that all the time, and they're like, James, I can't stand myself. Why would I go on a date with myself? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. You know. Well, here you go. Once I had that uh, that universal, or, or should I say, that spiritual two by four, uh-huh. hit me over the head where I was lying flat on my back is when I decided, you know, uh, once I woke from that, I decided that I needed to figure out by self inquiry, what the heck is going on Mm -hmm. in my life. Mm -hmm. And I had to begin with myself. So I did. uh, And this is how I, how I teach and how I coach, by the way, this technique is foolproof. I'm proof of it because I overcame a lot of stuff. And I, the self inquiry is really looking within 
going uh, and or having a date with yourself <laughs> and going, honestly, looking at yourself from soul level. You, mm. you begin to see yourself at soul level. So through the eyes of your soul, you're letting go of the linear concept of thinking and allowing that multidimensional concept as your new reality. And when you come into this awareness and you see that you are so much more than this, this vehicle, our bodies that that house the soul, the potential is there to unlock anything and everything your heart desires because you will be in this harmonious matrimony, if you will, with yourself and with your inner child. And and now this is where you do love yourself. Wow. Uh, so this is the relationship that we want to strive for every single time because this is our divine connection to oneness. And once you get to that place, Everything else looks different. You begin to see that you are independent from any experience, any life situation, any event or happening. And that's your truth. Mm. Your truth is what's absolute, that what is independent of any experience. It is uh, what arises uh, in the exhale of an experience. That's your truth. And regardless of whatever happens in life, your, your perception of your future, even of your past does not change. Regardless of, of the highs and lows, you are that stable rudder that continually looks at life in the same way. Exactly. I, I, I put it quite frankly in truth to triumph in my book, truth to triumph, two words to memorize. So what? Mm. Who cares? So what? (laughs) That's very liberating, Lily. It really is. Thank you. (laughs) It really helps people just let it go. Like, exactly. So what? So they say this about you. So you've gone through this. So what? It doesn't have to define you unless you want it to define you. Exactly. So what? Stop identifying yourself with every little thing, you know, in the world of form. Who cares? You know, by the way, you know, I'd love your listeners to know that Look, you're not your mother. You're not your father. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not your bank account. You're not the car you drive. You're not even your family name. You are, you are you beyond, beneath, inside and outside of the shell that is housing your soul. That is a completely uh, different way to, uh, to walk through life. It's very liberating. And yes, it's very- it is powering. Yes. You know, I always like to tell people as well, what you're experiencing is simply an event. It's not who you are unless you allow, unless you make it be who you are. Exactly. And uh, that said, now what you make who you are is full of love and grace and dignity and respect and honor. And you command that of yourself and how you treat yourself mm-hmm. and you command that from others as well. And, yes. and, and that's what you really you really direct the universe to bring back to you. You know, the, the, you know, you've heard, I'm sure all of the listeners, it's 2018. By now, most people have always heard, oh, you know, what you give out, you get back or, you know, what you what's bothering you is really you looking in the mirror at yourself. That's an old paradigm. Mm-hmm. We are so much we are so much more advanced than that uh, consciously in, in the world because of so many great teachings and books, books like my own. Mm-hmm. No, of <laughs> and course. Many, yes. And many, many, you know, spiritual books and self-help books. And by the way, these teachings are not new, James. These teachings are, have been going around for thousands, thousands and thousands of years. Of years. Yes. Yes, they but have it's been. a matter of, you know, who's telling 
what story and how that different people will resonate with. Mm-hmm. And also is the world ready to hear it too? You know, for whatever reason, society, culture can change and say, this is this or this is that, or this is the zeitgeist or this is the en vogue thing we should look at. But now I feel like the cycle's coming back where we're really starting to, to really be aware of all the things that, that really is true, that really is powerful, that really is empowering as well. And so I feel like that cycle's coming back around where we're all able to really grasp this now. Exactly, exactly. And now what, you know, the thing to grasp is where, you know, we have to raise the bar, mm-hmm. you know, and don't lower the standard of, of ourself, our energy, what we're made of. Instead, we raise the bar. We heighten the vibration on Earth by radiating our highest vibration out there, instructing the world in form to reflect it back to you. Mm-hmm. That, that mirror thing, that's an old paradigm. That, yeah. that's, that's, that's not, you know, we're getting better and better at learning and we're getting more and more conscious. So we want to allow, you know, the world to match our loving light energy to others. So I allow my light energy, you know, to, to empower and light on you, not the other way around. Reverse the flow of energy by letting your highest vibrational energy dominate all situations. Exactly. I think that's very powerful. You know, that's, that's actually even what, what the, the word namaste means. May the, my light and your light be as one, which yes. is a beautiful thing as well. Yes. Switching over to your book, Truth or Triumph, A Spiritual Guide Defining Your Truth. Tell us more about the synopsis of this book. Okay. So the synopsis of the book is I tell a lot of uh, my stories, Mm -hmm. uh, many of which are very raw Mm -hmm. and they go everywhere from when I was raised to um, uh, domestic violence in that uh, different things that I experienced as a child, even in school, in high school uh, with teachers. And then I go, I fast forward. Uh, I do, I tell a little funny story with the circus and I, you know, I tell different stories, but then I go on even deeper with uh, divorce, co-parenting. Basically what I do is I tell some of my stories just to shed light Mm -hmm. on those who are currently in a dark place. You know, James, we, Honestly, we would not be human if we didn't find ourselves in a dark place at one point or another in our life, right? Yes, that's true. So, yeah. So, because of this, I always say that this book is for everyone who breathes who breathes life. And so, I, you know, I was initially going to call it "Don't Let This Happen to You," but uh, (laughs) (laughs) but then, you know, then you know, because the reality of some of my stories I tell they're so raw, you know that. uh, I wouldn't want anyone else to go through what I did, or I wouldn't want, you know, anyone else to put someone through Mm -hmm. that. But, you know, in all seriousness, but the day that I sat down to write it, uh, I, I wrote, I typed the title first. Most, most, most authors don't do that. Truth to triumph. And then I wrote from there. So I know Mm. that that came directly from spirit. I never changed the title after that. That's a foundational piece. Yes. I love it. Yes. Yeah. The only thing I added after that was the, um, you know, the, that subtitle, you know, mm-hmm. a spiritual guide to finding your truth, because I did write it more as a spiritual guide. It's not a bio, an autobiography. It's not, you know, a fiction. It's not, not, it is, a, definitely can be used as a spiritual guide. Although all the truth, the stories are true in there, you can keep going back and, you know, highlight things that maybe you resonated with or things that maybe, you know, you wanted to narrow in on a little bit further after you read it from front from front to back, you know, what motivated me to write the book, honestly, was I felt that if I didn't, everything I went through would have all gone in vain, Mm, all of the suffering, 
all of the pain. Yes. And one of the things I really like to help people remember as well is, is something that we experience, is it a stumbling block or is it a stepping stone? And your book is a stepping stone for you. I mean, the amazing person with whom I'm speaking right now is that person that used everything as a stepping stone. And I'm so glad that you were able to use your own life stories to find, I don't want to say a purpose for it, but you, you did something with it. You allowed your, your life to empower so many other people, to encourage other people to find their own truth. Yes, exactly. Stepping stone, boulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever, yes, whatever you want to call it. But it's something you overcame. Yeah, and that, that is really, that's yeah, really amazing. What are some of the key elements that they will find in here? Because when we say the spiritual truth, well, let me back up for a second. Um, so just so my listeners know, this isn't a religious book. This is a spiritual book. And so I think it's important right. to really separate that because some people have a different understanding or maybe use both of those words as the same thing. So people will be able to identify their own spiritual version of what that looks like for them. Is that correct? That's correct. In fact, it is no way, it, it's not a religious book whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I even talk about an affair that I had. I mm-hmm. mean, it's not religious, trust me. Sure. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but what's really wonderful about it is if you are religious, you will look at it and read it and say, wow, I can really appreciate this person getting uh, completely transparent mm-hmm. because we're all spiritual beings, right? Inside of this, inside of this human body. And it doesn't matter what doctrine you believe, what religion you follow, what religion you don't follow. Uh, Some of the key points are uh, all the gateways. Uh, This, an e-course, an e-course that I, that I write, uh, it's called the seven gateways to triumph. And you don't have to read truth to triumph to take the e-course, but what it does is it underscores those key things to learn. So that would be love. I talk it, it, this this book. If someone were to ask me, describe in one word what your book is about. It's about love. Yeah. It's the essence of all consciousness. It's the stimulus for everything in life. One yes. of you know one of my quotes is, "It's the yeast that develops and gives rise to our daily bread." Uh, the second oh, thing beautiful. that, thank you, thank you. The second thing is forgive. I was going to say that. Yeah, I really, when I, when I was reviewing your book, I was like, there's so much forgiveness in here as well. Self-forgiveness, oh, forgiveness for the people around you. Uh, it was just a beautiful, beautiful theme. Yes, yes. So forgiving is big. And by the way, forgiving is the first step for healing in the body, mind, and spirit. Yes, it is. So anyone, any listeners, like we if, need to know that if you can clearly see a healthy, happy self, and you could vibrate with the frequency of having this as your birthright, then then, then you can heal. Mm-hmm. And, and I do believe that that is our birthright. And the, another one is contribute. We contribute by serving others, even in the workplace. Yes. You know, it's those simple things, James, subtle acts of love and kindness that can change the vibrational mm-hmm. energy of the love <laughs> on the planet. Yes. Right? It's a small little yeah. things, you know, you think about it, like if you do a little drop of water and in a, a pond, all of a sudden it creates those, those waves that ripple out further and further, further, right. you know, that chaos effect, like a butterfly can, you know, flap its wings over here in Palm beach. And then, you know, on the other side of the world, there's like a hurricane, you know, a tsunami, whatever it may be. The point is, is that everything in this world is so connected and we don't realize that that small little thing, that simple smile that you have, they can give someone on the street all of a sudden can cause them to feel happier, which then they do something to someone else. And pretty soon it's created this whole trend that you didn't even know you're a part of, but we are a part of every single nuance that happens in the world around us. Yes, totally, totally. And, and, and speaking of uh, the, the, the nuances around us, another gateway is choice. So situations around us, they may not turn perfect, but the choice to have peace in situations is mm-hmm. always there. It's yeah. always there. And if you have peace in a situation, then it truly is perfect. Yes. 
Yes. That makes sense? Yes, yeah. it, it really does. You know, going back to the whole aspect of the forgiveness part, if you want all these things in your life, you want this benevolent life, but you know, you think of your life like you're driving a car. The windshield is so huge and so far in front of you. There's so, you can see everything in front of you, but then you look in the rear view mirror and that's so small behind you. And so it's almost like that sense of holding on to something, that resentment, that, that bitterness. You, you can't fully move forward, engage and forward in your life if you're always looking in the back mirror because you can't do both. You just cannot do it. And so it is so important for each of us when we look at our life, bitterness can express itself in so many different ways from physical expression, literally how it affects your body, how it affects your mood, it affects your mind. And so just really realize that if you find that there are probably some, some areas in your life that you're just not seeing some of just yourself progressing, there's probably some form of bitterness there, something you have not really allowed yourself to let go of. No, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's interesting when I, sometimes I, you could observe people, they walk out of a yoga, you mentioned yoga before Mm -hmm. a yoga class and they're completely relaxed. And all of a sudden they get into their car and all of a sudden they're involved in road rage. What (laughs) happened? (laughs) (laughs) And, and, or have, or even something maybe you do to yourself. Okay. People walk out of a church or something and they start lighting cigarettes Mm -hmm. or smoke weed. I'm like, what is going on? But I have to say it's, it's, it, we come out of this place where we, we understand and we feel we have this feeling of love and it's so absolute, you know, and we understand that fear is an illusion, but then why do we lose ourselves in this mm-hmm. illusion? And, yeah. and that's one of the things a few times I mentioned in my book, um, truth to triumph. I mentioned that we knew love all along, but have forgotten it because of all the madness in the world around us yes. and in our life situations. So to the extent that we forget who we are, that piece of divine oneness in, in which we're all connected, like you said, mm-hmm. all connected, we also forget love. And so then that's when we wind up acting out unlovingly, or that's when we wind up falling into this bottomless pit of pain. Yes. And it brings us down to, um, again, down to that choice. One of those gateways to triumph choice. You're going to choose love or fear when we act out unlovingly. It means that we're still frightened when we, when we choose love, then we act out with love. Um, the goal for us is always to return home. And in truth to triumph, when I speak of home, I speak of, of love. Another, uh, quickly, another couple of key things in the book is, is shift, is taking the shift. You know, you are responsible for, for your own change mm-hmm. in life. Yes, you know, we're all you, self-made people. Yes, we are. Yes, you are ready when you're ready for that shift uh, to awareness and remembrance of love. That awakening will birth an intense sense of peace. And of course, who doesn't want peace and love in their, in their life? And, and, and another quick key is freedom. Release mm. is freedom. Yes, so I is. call it freedom because release is freedom. And when you let go of all the conditioned mind patterns that have been robbing your joy and running, running your life, then you can begin to release all those restraints that have been stopping you. And, and, and then you could start really embracing truly who you are and, and, and in who you are, that reflection of life itself, how, how you act out in the physical world as part of, as part of the world. Lily, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on my show. You have so much wisdom and I cannot wait for my listeners to go out and purchase your book, Truth to Triumph, A Spiritual Guide to Finding Your Truth. Where are they find information about you and this book online? Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, so everyone can go to amazon.com. It is available internationally. You can get it from barnesandnoble.com, all of the above. But uh, also, uh, please, I really encourage everyone go to my website for lots of insight. I also have a free book that I'm offering to all of your listeners today. My website is 
my name, lilysanders.live, L-I-L-Y-S-A-N-D-E-R-S dot live. When you're on my homepage, scroll down just a little bit and you will see a free ebook is downloadable right from my site. It's called Soul Bread, Daily Affirmations That Feeds the Soul. Those are really cool, very practical 12 affirmations. Affirmations, they work. We, you know, we say them with conviction, they work and they're very powerful tools for transforming your life in a really positive way. So I encourage everyone to uh, definitely uh, also reach out to me for any coaching. You could get contacts all over my website for that and also for speaking engagements. Wonderful. So Lily, what I'm going to do as well is I'm going to put your book, Truth to Triumph, A Spiritual Guide to Finding Your Truth in my store at jamesmillerlifeology.com. So for my listeners are unable to find it, just simply go to the store and search for Lily Sanders and you'll find the book there as well. Lily, thank you so much again for being a guest on my show today. I really appreciate all your time. Thank you so much, James. It was such a pleasure meeting you and chatting. Hope we could do this again. Yes, definitely. I also want to thank you, the listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you joined with us today, or please go to my website where you may sign up for my free newsletter, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, or you may enroll in the Lifeology Academy where you can take self-directed courses which will help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. If you'd like to personally work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, simply visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support and I'll talk to you soon.